everyone, and welcome to the Breakable Podcast, your hub for Lego information, rankings, and more. I'm Mickey, and Ohm is out today. That is okay, because I'm going to be on here talking about LegoCon and all the things that were revealed and announced today. We started out with them revealing three of the new collectible minifigures, Series 23 figures. We got the boat captain costume guy, uh, the reindeer costume, and the cardboard robot costume. But then, you know, Lego went and revealed them all by themselves, so that's fun. Uh, so this is Collectible Minifigures Series 23, celebrating 90 years of Lego. And what's interesting about this is, like, um, I believe it is Series 18, this is also a costume-themed one. So you have a couple different things. You have like turkeys, a knight, a dragon, a wolf, a nutcracker. There's a lot of uh, Christmas costumes, which I think is interesting. Pieces that I notice that would be useful in other usages. There is a new candy cane piece with the sugar plum fairy costume that looks useful. And there's also, I believe, with the elf, there's a snow globe. And I believe that is a new bell jar and uh, one thing that I thought this would be good for is in uh, What If, the Marvel series, uh, Scott Lang appears in the Zombies episode as a disembodied, decapitated head in a bell jar. And whenever uh, different mock creators or Lego artists have been, mostly they're making CMF series of What If, uh, they always include a new bell jar piece that uh, minifigure head could fit inside. And this looks like something that would fit that criteria. Perhaps we could probably get some good usage out of that, or maybe that could be something we see in the future in the potential LEGO Marvel Zombies, because we know Marvel Zombies is a spin-off show. So perhaps that LEGO will make some sets for that, and Ant-Man will be in a disembodied head. Who knows? Um, so it's a pretty good series. Not really my favorite. Um, another interesting thing that was revealed was the next, this next series. This would be Series 5 of the Mario Character Packs. And these retail for $6.00 which is, I believe, a price increase, and that makes sense, as these are all these are all much larger characters than have been seen in the past. I do believe that these have stopped the trend of uh, the Mario character packs coming in blind bags, and now they come in blind boxes, similar to the Mario packs. Um, looking at these, there's only eight, which is kind of sad. That's kind of a low number. It's fine, because all of them have much more detail put into their builds and, as well, into their bases. Um, my favorite ones are either Baby Yoshi or the Waddle Wing, who kind of looks like a flying squirrel, which is pretty good. Uh, but I like them all. They're pretty cool. Moving on to our next set, we have just a small little announcement. We have the FC Barcelona Go Brick Me, which is a kind of continuation of two different sets that we've got in the past. We've got a normal Go Brick Me, which is basically a build-your-own brickheads, where you can either build yourself in brickheads or someone else in brickheads. Basically, what it is, is you can build yourself, or someone you know, or whoever you want, into Brickhead's form as a player on FC Barcelona, which I think is pretty cool. And that retails for $20, and it comes with one Brickhead so that you can change with all sorts of pieces for the hair, and the head, and the eyes, and maybe even the clothes, but I'm not quite sure. And then a little soccer football bowl behind it. There are also two Minecraft sets revealed, which is pretty interesting. We have the Abandoned Village for $45. US This comes with uh, two zombie villagers, a cat, and a player, and a new skin with some pink hair, which is pretty cool. 
it kind of does look a bit disjointed as it's a couple of different sections and I would have maybe liked if it was one bill together instead of five, but it's fine. I like the zombie villagers. We also have, uh, in my opinion, the better set, 35 US dollars, the skeleton dungeon. comes with three skeletons and a player's skin, which comes with kind of a minor skin. Includes a lot of elements from the Cave and Cliff update. There are azalea bushes on the top. There are the, I believe they're called dripstone. There's some dripstone stalactites and stalagmites that have been built, which is a pretty cool color scheme. I believe it's dark tan or one of those colors. Um, there's a skeleton spawner. There's a sort of area that's similar to a lush cave with uh, one of those pink flowers. I don't exactly know the name, but one of those pink flowers that hangs from the roof and drops like spores. There's also some water pools and uh, something interesting is some drip leaf, which does look like it has a functionality to it. So probably between those two Minecraft sets, that would, would be my favorite. Also revealed was the oral art, which is retailing for 80 US dollars. And this is an interesting set. It has sort of a portrait um, framing area to it. And I believe I read that there are 18 different combinations of colors. I mean, you can make your own thing with all these pieces because they're such bright, like, neon-y colors. But uh, there's roughly 18 possibilities for colors, which is pretty cool. And it's not the best LEGO art set, I would say. And the designs are a little simplistic, but, you know, it's fine for what it is, and it's cheaper than the other ones, which is fair because it does look like it be worth less. Moving on to the next set, we have the first of, there will be five, releasing on October 1st, I believe four normal system sets and a Brickheads, but they only revealed one, which is interesting. We already saw this this week at, um, they leaked it from Walmart, but this is the Toruk Makto and Tree of Souls set from the new Lego Avatar theme, I think for 150 US dollars, so a little bit expensive, but it comes with four of the new interesting minifigures, or maxi-figures, I don't know what you could call them. They have the woody legs and arms and a new headpiece and uh, hairpiece and tailpiece and everything. I always like when LEGO does new themes because they always put so much budget into the first run of sets, and then after a while sometimes it goes down, but it's always exciting to see a new theme. Um, this comes with pretty much three distinctly separate builds. You have a Big tree with some whip pieces, and that is the Tree of Souls. There's some pretty good uh, building structures. Kind of looks like a slightly bigger Whomping Willow in its prime day. Um, there's sort of a landscape build in the back that has an archway and some floating rocks and mountains. And there is, of course, a uh, large Toric Marco, or what is called the uh, Leonopteryx, I believe it's called, which is kind of... It kind of reminds me of, like, a build from a Ninjago dragon, which is interesting. I think this set really distinguishes what will set this theme apart from the LEGO Star Wars theme, and that is that instead of focusing on the vehicles and the kind of the more military aspect, the lab aspect, well, that could be another sense. This is representing what is basically, dare I say, the only thing remembered from the Avatar movie, and that is the the world building and the landscape and the visuals and kind of representing that into a Lego form. And that is what is important with this theme. And hopefully if they can find enough things to 
replicate in LEGO form, then this will be a successful theme. We also had two 90th anniversary LEGO sets revealed. And first of all, there was the Lion Knight's Castle reveal, which was retailing for 400 US dollars and the 20 minifigures. This is a pretty large set, pretty cool. It kind of folds out into a kind of more wall-like system with a, like, I believe goes up to like three, three and a half feet wide, which is pretty large. Because um, of the portcullis, drawbridge, that if you're on the drawbridge when it closes, then it will actually drop you in a dungeon. Uh, there's so many references to Forestmen and the Black Knights and the Falcon Knights and so on and so forth. Uh, but what I also like is that it can fold up and it will actually close completely and everything fits together. No broken seams anywhere, no dead ends. The interior is a bit lacking. I'd say the only reason the interior la is lacking is that it is thin and that is to be able to give it this maximum size. It's a pretty cool set. I believe we saw it in the uh, Back to the Future DeLorean Time Machine promo video, which is pretty interesting. Um, there's some cool mechanics, some cool details. I like the dungeon on the bottom. I like all the angles that it has made. I like just all the details. I like. I also like the uh, very, very narrow slit windows um, that are very, you know, accurate to the medieval times and how it had a much larger window than... You can be fired upon by arrows and such. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I do believe you have three factions in this one set, which is pretty cool, along with uh, some basic civilians. You have two forest men, which is pretty cool. Actually, maybe three forest men. Uh, you have the lion knights, you have all those. And then you have the black knights, which is pretty cool. I do believe there is a Monty Python uh, reference in there, but I'm not sure yet. I will figure that out. And there's a wizard, who I believe is Magisto, which is pretty cool. Cool reference from that. Overall, pretty cool set. Um, this did win the fan Lego Ideas vote, which is pretty cool. Uh, a lot of people are going to say, oh, Bionicle should have won, but I think Castle is fair because we haven't gotten anything Castle since, like, other than that creative 3-in-1 set uh, last year. We haven't gotten anything Castle in a while since, I believe, 2013 when the reboot theme was happening. I mean, you, I guess you could say Nexo Knights, but that'd be unfair. The other 90-year anniversary lego set which is in person my favorite one between the two is the galaxy explorer which comes with four minifigures for a hundred us dollars and this is a basically a modern redo a modern remake of the original galaxy explorer which was set number 497 or maybe it was 4097 not quite sure on that and here they actually have done the set number so that it's 10497, so it's kind of mirroring that. I forgot to mention is both the Galaxy Explorer and the Lionite's Castle have this very cool box art that is similar to their original box arts of the uh, more classic LEGO themes. Uh, the Galaxy Explorer, I believe it was said at LEGOCon that this is one and a half times bigger than the actual original set, and what's cool is that uh, the designer has made it so that you can rebuild the set into either uh, the original size, this bigger size, or an in-between size, which is pretty cool. Um, it has two cockpit areas. There's a cockpit area with seats for all four minifigure astronauts. Uh, there is a area with like a lab and also a bed area, which is pretty cool. And there, in the very back, there is, of course, a little area with a rover that has a, um, a descending ramp that can be pulled out and dropped down. There's also a cool little robot build 
that looks straight out of Plastic Lego, which is pretty cool. There's some cool prints. I don't, I haven't seen a sticker anywhere on this set. Pretty cool. Um, so many cool prints for classic base consoles and symbols and stuff. That's pretty cool. Moving on, we have probably one of my favorite reveals at LegoCon. We have the Sanctum Sanctorum for two hundred and fifty US dollars with two thousand seven hundred eight pieces. Um, what's interesting about this set is it has actually themed two movies. It's themed to Infinity War, which comes with. Those Infinity War minifigures are Iron Man, Spider-Man, Ebony Maw, Doctor Strange, of course, and Wong. And then what's interesting is there's also minifigures for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Madness, which comes with uh, Scarlet Witch, Mordo, Zombie Strange, and Sinister Strange. Um, I do think while perhaps including Iron Man and Spider-Man were there to uh, boost sales as like, terms of association i would have liked maybe if um instead of iron man and spider-man thor and loki from thor ragnarok because i do see that there are chairs in here that look very similar to the ones seen in that movie but that would have been cool this is probably the only set where we could have gotten those and then i would have replaced ebony maw with a probably either the ancient one or kaecilius so again this is like the set to include these minifigures in if you're going to. I would probably go Caecilius because we've never had him. It's a modular, which is pretty cool. Continues the theme of modular Marvel sets that was started with Daily Bugle and seems to actually be a theme now. I hope that the upcoming $500 Lego set, that will be Marvel set that will be coming out later this year, will be a modular Avengers Tower to kind of continue this theme, but... Not for certain, so we'll see what's up with that. Uh, this is a great set. There's lots of references, some cool functions. One of my favorite things is they have different pieces of the wall that you can take out and swap with these portals everywhere. There's one with, like, Gargantos, just an open portal, and then there's just a blank wall, which is pretty cool. Um, it's also a way to kind of access the interior, which is pretty cool. So, again, modular, super cool. Um, it's much bigger than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be one story shorter that they're going to try and omit a story in order to um, bring down the piece count, bring down the price, but it seems they have everything, and I think it's a fair price. I think it's some good minifigures, even if they could have been better choices, but what they have is good. The Spider-Man suit, really good with the arm printing and dual molding and stuff. Um, overall, really good. And then we're going to go over to what many people was their favorite reveal. We have the ATTE Walker, 140 US dollars, with, I believe, eight minifigures. You have three battle droids, a clone gunner, which is interesting, um, three 212 clone troopers, and, of course, a Phase 2 Commander Cody, which is kind of crazy. It's kind of been a thing, kind of almost a joke at this point, where people have been... Slightly asking, slightly badgering, slightly being a bit annoying about it. Asking for Phase 2 Commander Cody, and well, here you are. What are you going to ask about next? I'm sure there's going to be something new. Um, they introduced a new Phase 2 helmet piece that includes holes in the side of the head that will in allow for attachments of like uh, the visors and the antenna and stuff, so that maybe eventually we'll be able to get a more accurate Phase 2 Rex, which would be pretty cool. He's been showing up in Clone Wars and Bad Batch and stuff like that. Uh, the ATT itself looks very similar to the 
2013 ATTE, which I think will kind of diminish sales for those who already have that. The feet design is different. I remember in the original leaked descriptions for it, it was said that the feet design was made to be smaller, so that the body itself was made to look bigger, which kind of works, kind of a little illusion work. Um, the cannon on the top looks a bit bigger and a bit better, in my opinion, than the original 2013. And the interior in the back section looks much better. There's a lot more detail on the chairs and the consoles and stuff. Um, and for once, there's actually more clone troopers than uh, battle droids, which is pretty cool. This is kind of putting a new direction for these kind of clone, bigger clone, almost battle packs, which is similar to the Republic fighter tank from this year, where there's lots of clones, highly desirable legion, a commander of some sort, and then there's this cool Republic vehicle. And some battle droids. And I think this is a cool set. However, this might surprise some people, but my probably my favorite set that was revealed this actually the Justifier, which is uh 170 US dollars with four or five eh, kind of four or five uh minifigures. And this is from the Bad Batch, and this is Cad Bane's ship, and it comes with Hunter, who we saw in the shuttle. Um Fennec Shand, who we have previously previously seen in both Boba Fett's throne room and the Imperial Light Cruiser, but this comes with her helmet from the Light Cruiser. And then we have um, a brand new mold for Toto 360, which is really similar to the mold for the BD series droids that we've been getting this year. And then we have a all-new Omega minifigure. Comes with arm printing, which is pretty cool. Uh, uses the Harry Potter piece, the Harry Potter hair piece in blonde or some similar color. And then, of course, we have Cad Bane, who comes with um, a new hat mold and a new respirator mold, which I think looks better than the original one. Because this one, uh, basically what they've done now is instead of the head being blue and including the kind of the face wrap, the face wrapping into the mold for the respirator, what they've done is now uh, the head is gray with blue printing for the face, and the face wrap is just on the head. And you can focus on the mold for the respirator entirely on those tubes and the pack on the back. All stuff like that. This set is actually much bigger than I was expecting and maybe much bigger than it needs to be. It's very long, very large. Um, there's a lot of large pieces, which I think makes the 170 price point better. I would have liked to see this. This specific set, I would have liked to see for 150 I would have liked to see this set switch price points with the Bad Batch shuttle from last year. We could have gotten a bigger and better version of that one, and a smaller and maybe more size-appropriate version of this one. This one almost looks minifigure scale, which is kind of crazy. Um, there's a cool system that I actually really like, using some Technic parts where if you raise or lower the counterweight, then landing gear on the sides of the wings will actually raise and lower in accordance with that. That's actually pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of interior space. There's a cockpit and then a prison cell, of course, for Omega. And then there's actually a couple of cargo spaces around the ship that are used for all these sorts of little knickknacks that I'm sure are great references that I just can't make out right now. But I think it's a good set. I would probably wait for a discount on it because it, be 150 160 um but you know there's lots of inflation there's lots of price point increases that we've seen from lego recently so i'd say this is worth it i'd say all, most of these sets are worth it honestly um 
Tintin Sanctorum is worth it. Justifier is worth it. ATTE, I'd say for the minifigure count, is worth it. And for the added details, Galaxy Explorer and the Castle are definitely worth it. But yeah. So this has been my coverage and the Beer Quilt Podcast coverage of LEGOCon 2022. I appreciated all of the... I appreciated how this LEGOCon was, in my opinion, improved from last LEGOCon. Uh, there was better comedy. I think the hosts were better. They had some jokes that I think they went on with a bit too much. Overall, I think it was great. They hit a LEGO Master Live build that they started out. I didn't really like it concept or what they were doing with it, but I liked the final build. I thought that cake at the end was really cool. And overall, yeah, I'm a fan of LEGOCon 2022. It, it greatly improved for 2021. Hopefully 2023 will be just as good, if not better. I'll say this. LEGOCon is not supposed to be like the greatest piece of programming. It is here to celebrate Lego and to celebrate the people in Lego and to celebrate the stuff from Lego. And whether that means talking about sets that have already come out or revealing new sets, it's still doing the same purpose. This Lego, what I think people need to realize is that LegoCon is not primarily what we would like it to be. It's not just like a revealing thing. It's not to reveal new sets and then get out of there and leave. It's to celebrate what lego is and what lego has been to so many people and that's what i think they've been able to do this time much better than last time thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the bird build podcast if you want to help us continue with the show please rate us on whatever podcasting platform you are using also please subscribe to our show so that you can be one of the first to know when we have a new show up Check us out on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Make sure to spread the word on social media and in real life. And visit our website, The Brickle Podcast, on our social media. Thanks for listening, and see you next year for LegoCon 2023, which is already pretty much confirmed. Mm-hmm.